And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. As we wrap up this edition here of the Mass Steel Podcast, of course, you're Shirley Charles Bright Ritchie. Switching over to the Pittsburgh Steelers side of things right now. And a lot going on uh, right now, uh, currently going on, uh, as I just mentioned, the NFL, they announced uh, their announcement of uh, top picks. We'll get to that in a second. But Andrew Filippone of 93.7 The Fan uh, usually uh, talks to uh, Arthur Moza, who's on their show uh, quite frequently, uh, either on the phone or in studio. Uh, he was saying in regards to uh, if Bud Dupree can return to the Steelers uh, next week. His answer was yes. Now, remember, he did walk in uh, free agency, uh, Bud Dupree did uh, two years ago, uh, and where he uh, signed with the Tennessee uh, Titans and do a lot with the Pittsburgh Steelers due to their cap situation coming out of uh, COVID right there, which is very significant. It was very unlikely that they're going to be able to keep him at that point in time. But when he went over to the Tennessee uh, Titans, uh, basically, I mean, right now, he signed a uh, pretty uh, good uh, deal right there. It was a uh, five-year, eighty-two-and-a-half-million-dollar uh, uh, contract with sixteen uh, signing balls. Thirty-three point seven five was guaranteed at signing with thirty-five million uh, guaranteed, unrestricted free agent in uh, two thousand twenty-six. Right there, and he currently has a dead contract right now with the Tennessee uh, Titans at about one point two five. Million and uh, which is uh, very uh, surprised right there. It sounds like uh, he sounds like he's an unrestricted free agent uh, from that term where he got released. But basically, when we look at it, yeah, he was uh, released uh, by the Tennessee uh, Titans right there. I mean, uh, basically, uh, according to multiple reports, uh, Ian Rapport reported this uh, back on. Uh, Monday, March 6th, that they're expected to release uh, Dupree, the former big ticket free agent signing, who was due $17 million this season. More player turnover to reallocate resources as another veteran pass rusher hits the market. Dupree was uh, signed to a sizable, like I said, $82.5 million deal right there. And to be honest with you, I mean, creating $9.35 million in uh, financial flexibility but they're going to be uh, charged uh, with a uh, dead cap of $10.8 uh, million this year, according to Spotrack. Uh, now, if they would now designate to pre as post uh, for June 1st release, we'll create additional savings, approximately $50.7 million, while spreading the pre's dead cap charge of $10.5 million across 2023-2024. I would be real interested to that. Now, the only thing is right now, too, you already kind of got like chemistry going on with uh, 
T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith. Now, Alex Highsmith has really been coming into his own right now. We actually had a career year in stacks, by the way, too. I mean, this guy, he has been, uh, I mean, getting better and better each year at 14 and a half uh, sacks uh, this year, which was his total highest. I mean, prior to that, he had uh, six in the previous season back in 2021 and two in his rookie season. Now, I mean, how would you be able to make room for a guy like Dupree on this? I mean, the only question is, I would presume more likely he'd be coming off a bench. Would he be uh, keen to the idea of being a bench role? But at the same time, too, what I would like about this move uh, personally, if the Steelers were able to reunite with Bud Dupree, I think it provides uh, depth needs. I mean, just in case, of course, T.J. Watt does get hurt. Now, remember, I mean, T.J. Watt, he did have a pec tear or a pec injury back uh, during the first game of the regular season, which he didn't finally come back until the game against the New Orleans uh, Saints. I mean, and you got to look at it uh, from that standpoint, too. I mean, T.J. Watt, I mean, he's going to be uh, banged up, and I, I would definitely feel like, you, you know what, if you sell the idea of Dupree, him more likely coming off the bench, I'm all for it. Because to be honest with you, I mean, him and Watt were especially a tandem right there. I'm not sure if I want to mess with that uh, chemistry going on right now. I don't think it's going to turn out like a Melvin Ingram thing where he's going to be barking some noise, like wanting more playing time. But again, Alex Highsmith right now, who's younger aspect, uh, who will be, uh, let's see, he'll be turning uh, 26 in August, on August uh, 7th. And uh, versus a guy like Bud Dupree, who, I mean, you have uh, Alex Highsmith, who was a uh, third-round pick uh, past the top 100. Yeah, Bud Dupree, who's taking a uh, 22nd overall in the uh, 2015 NFL draft that was held in Chicago right there. And uh, the only problem is with Dupree right now, too, when you look at it, I mean, he's already turned 30 years old. So – question is are you gonna want to be uh, paying a guy maybe like around I mean like a 10.8 I think million in like a annual average salary I mean can you like do like 10 12 million I, I don't know that's gonna be the decision right there I mean Omar Khan well if Art Ruse has to make I mean of course Andy Wilde too I mean we're gonna see how this uh, GM Tam works but to be honest with you I'm open to a reunion I mean, as long as, you know, I think you could provide some great death needs right there. I mean, I highly doubt you're going to have any uh, locker room uh, issues right there or bickering over playing time. I think that'll be just fine. But uh, anyway, too, um, also Mark Bally of The Athletic, he wrote that appears that Omar Khan uh, won't think twice about using the extra draft capital they have. They have four picks in the top uh, 80, which includes two of the top uh, thir- 32 right there. And you look at the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers right now, uh, when you look at, according to Tank, Tank and Fowler, remember, everything's still pending with these uh, compensatory picks being war right now. Here we go. So according right now, as it stands, it'll be the uh, 17th overall pick in the first round, and then it'll either be the 33rd or s- 32nd overall pick, which would be an additional first or top pick of the very uh, second round, followed by 49 or 50th pick overall in the second round, and 80 or 81 in the third third round pick, which is very uh, damn good right there for this team position. Now, you got to think, you know, having all that draft capital, I could definitely see where it could be used as leverage to move up. 
I doubt they would uh, trade back, try to get some more picks. But at the same time, too, uh, the Steelers, historically, uh, they have uh, traded up three times in the draft. That was back in 2003 uh, to select Troy Palmolo, 16th overall, strong safety. 2006, wide receiver Santonio Holmes, uh, who's uh, 25th overall. And then, of course, four years ago when they moved up 10 spots, I believe it was, to select uh, at 10th overall inside linebacker Devin Bush, who in many people's eyes seems like he's turned out to be a, a draft bust at this point. And right now, according to Khan, uh, he says, I'd say all options are on the table, according to Khan. Uh, if there's a good football player and we have the opportunity to get him, if we could get him, we're going to get him. We love and think very highly of Cam, uh, Khan said, uh, regards to Cam's son. Conversations have commenced, and we'll see where it goes, just like all of our free agent, other free agents. Everything's on the table. I mean, we have a few guys that we obviously would prioritize. I'm not going to get into who's who, but I feel good about where we're at. We do like Cam a great deal. I think you guys know our history. We have a young up-and-coming player concept. We don't like to get those guys, let those guys go. Now, right now, too, uh, when you look at the current uh, camp situation right now, I mean, with the Steelers right now, I mean, he's still got a ways to go. I mean, it's, it's very uh, much better position than what it was uh, two years ago when they are about $34.5 million in the hole due to Kobe right now. Uh, their similar cap space has been coming uh, pretty long uh, right now, too, uh, as it stands. Uh, they're only like uh, 300, uh, 329000 over the cap, which is cakewalk to get out of. I mean, really. I mean, they have a, a dead cap so far for this year. So far, of over eight point five two million, and plus they maintained about four point uh over four point four two million dollars, which rolled over into this year, uh from last season. So I, I mean that is uh very good right there. It, it's very doable, and uh, this is where you see uh, Omar Khan his mastermind coming to work right now on the financial side. The question is how he's going to follow up with what Kevin Colbert has done as their GM for at least the last 23 seasons right there. I mean, who's delivered uh, two out of three Super Bowls right there and all the stuff that came with it. I mean, I mean, the guy has definitely had a masterful uh, legacy. I mean, when you truly uh, think about what he's meant to this uh, team, I mean, it has uh, definitely been the greatest times right there. I mean, and what they've been able to do. I mean, so he's definitely got some shoes to fill right now. Now they can add $32 million in cap space with full restructures of TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, Big Fitzpatrick, James Dallas, and Jansen, all guys who will be on the roster 2003 anyway. Simplest way to do it, extend them. And that's where you see a lot going on these days when it comes to like contracts and look for cap release. You try to extend these contracts, push the cap hip a layer down the world. Now, as far as the compensatory picks, real quickly, uh, 16 teams uh, right now have been awarded. The 49ers had uh, a grand total of seven. And when you look at the 49ers right there, too, I mean, on top of all that, I mean, the 49ers, I mean, for the most part, I mean, this year who've done a whale of a job. I mean, and you just continue to look at, like, admire everything what John Lynch and that organization has been uh, doing the guard as a collective uh, unit right now. Yeah, so they, they got uh, right now, 
They got 11 total picks, 11 picks in this year's uh, draft right now uh, for them. And uh, it is a pretty uh, good deal, all starting with the beginning of the third round. Uh, so they only have – and they're all outside of the top 100. But, I mean, at the same time, a lot of those uh, picks that they got right now too, I mean, which usually these uh, compensatory picks, they usually start – in the third and they end uh around the fifth round or for the seventh round third for the seventh round excuse me so third to the end of the draft and you look at uh three of those uh seven right there too uh basically they were due to assistant coaches and a gm who went to other teams uh you look at the jets head coach robert Sala right there uh, and of course, the uh, Washington Commanders uh, GM Mark Mayhew and Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel, right there. Uh, each, I mean, like, uh, did wonderful jobs right there. And the succession for Mike McDaniel doing a real good job his first year, uh, taking that team back to the playoffs, snapping a six year uh, playoff drought, came very close to a playoff, a ginormous upset over the Buffalo Bills uh, due to circumstances, too, especially without Tua right there. Now, in the meanwhile, too, the Browns, they have, they're the only team in the AFC North that have a compensatory pick. I will assume that's for Deshaun Watson. But uh, speaking of Deshaun Watson right now, uh, the Texans, they have been stripped of their fifth-round pick and fined 175000 due to a salary cap violation. And where the league determined that the Texans provide Deshaun Watson with an undisclosed compensation of twenty-six thousand, and the alternative athletic facility, which was known as the Houstonian, a luxury hotel that the Texans helped provide Watson membership. Now, a lot of ties to all these women allegations right there when he was going for these uh, personal massage uh, therapists, uh, meeting with them, uh, which also include the New York Times report. Uh, bail last summer, that very same hotel, the host of women to give him massa- massage appointments. Some women who were hosted at the historian accused Watson of assault. Uh, and you look at, too, I mean, just a very uh, disturbing right now that we got to learn, uh, you know, continue like hearing, hearing the story. I mean, this ain't going to go away anytime soon. But, I mean, you look at it overall as a mess, and you see why uh, things are in the way they are right there, especially with a guy like Lamar Jackson, who I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast in the previous segment, you know, why he's probably not getting fully guaranteed money. I mean, they just don't want to set a trend for fully guaranteed uh, contracts, especially at the quarterback. But then again, I think the thing that just stands more fuel of fire, all the allegations he had on top of, he's getting all this money guaranteed, and it's just... That's all just bad business look. But that's going to do it for this uh, edition here of the Metal Steel Podcast. Uh, next week, I will uh, give you uh, more breakdowns. We'll go into more uh, positions the Steelers need to address right now, too. Uh, we'll start going into offensive linemen like uh, tackles uh, a little bit more further in depth. I'll try and give you like a mock draft by next Thursday. Uh, so I'm going to ch- have a Metal Steel Podcast uh, Mondays and Thursdays. At 8 30 uh, Central Time, I'm trying to aim for. And that's it. So, once again, you guys can follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Mass Steel CGR and on Instagram at Mass Steel Nation. And I will say this uh, one thing I am going to miss uh, this year no Franco Harris announcing the draft picks, especially in the first round, first, second round. Uh, 
one of the orders we missed that's be uh one right there all right guys well hey have a great upcoming uh, St. Patty's Day. And by the way, happy belated International Women's Day, which was yesterday. Just want to thank you for everything, all the pride, honor, respect, and perseverance you have all symbolic and we help make in our male lives too in this world. It is truly incredible the the way you carry yourselves and uh, just continue to share this moment. And just thank you. And I want to just uh, salute everybody, everyone we come across in their lives. Make sure you continue to send your love and uh, continue to respect that. Charles Brides Richie signing off.